Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey parents, have you ever taken issue with the way another adult has interacted with your child? Maybe it was their teacher, their soccer coach, their grandmother. Maybe it was an issue of consent, or maybe the adult was disrespectful or leaning hard on shame as a means of control. There are so many situations, especially when parenting against the grain, and parenting a highly sensitive child that can get our hackles up as parents, right? This could even happen with another child. It doesn't have to be an adult. And really, that's what I want to talk to you about today. Those moments when our hackles rise and we find ourselves thinking, I need to do something. This is not right. You know that sensation, right? Where the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, That's our fight or flight response. That means that in those moments, you're likely to do one of three things. React really big, freeze, or scoop up your kid and get the hell out of there. When it comes to parenting and advocating for our kids, one of these three responses is often elevated above the others. I'm going to let you think about that for a minute and see if you can guess. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Think about all those mama bears out there. All those parents, because let's be real, dads can jump into action for their kids too, who are ready to throw down for their kids. It's almost become a like a badge of honor. What with all the mama bear t-shirts and paraphernalia out there? Culturally, we've come to value taking a stand for our kids. We've come to value advocacy and speaking up, at least more than we used to. And honestly, I think that is a good thing. But it's time to release the mama bear metaphor. And I'm going to tell you why. Advocacy is an action best executed from a state of calm. If you are showing up as a mama bear you're not calm. Mama bears are not calm. Mama bears are ready to fight. Mama bears, I mean the real ones, you know, out in nature, do harm. And if you're wanting to make positive changes in your child's environment, you can't really accomplish that by doing harm. So what do you do instead? The first step is to start noticing when your nervous system gets triggered. This takes practice, and it can be a little messy because once we're triggered, we're no longer operating from a calm, grounded nervous system, and it becomes a lot harder to think rationally. So really, you don't want to work on this in the moment after you're already triggered. Instead, Take some time to think about the last time you felt like your child needed you to take a stand for them. 
What were you thinking in that moment? It might have been as simple as this is not okay. Or nobody talks to my kid that way. Or you may have gone straight into thinking about the emotional toll this situation would take on your child. And that was what was driving your urge to protect. Get curious about what was going on in your mind because it's really different for everybody. Once you've taken the time to explore what was coming up for you in that moment, I want you to think about what else could have been true in the moment. Can you find a more neutral perspective that still feels very true to you? I'll give you an example. So my husband is Buddhist and he likes to direct himself to the thought that an unpleasant sensation has made contact with the ear. It feels true for him and yet it's very neutral. It feels like it's just the facts. An unpleasant sensation passes. An unpleasant sensation is not a reason to lash out or freeze up. For me, when I reflect on past moments that I found really triggering, I can see very clearly that the person I was reacting to was operating from a different framework than I operate from. When I can see that they have a different framework and a different set of rules that they're following, and that they probably feel just as justified in their actions as I do in my reaction to their actions, I feel a lot more calm and much more compassionate about the whole situation. It puts me in a completely different emotional state, one that is much more suited to advocating productively. Taking the time to evaluate these moments from our past helps us start to shift our response in the moment. We already know there's a different way of thinking about the situation, so we are less prone to falling into a default reaction. And when we can slow that reaction down, we give ourselves time. Time to take in what just happened. Time to soothe our nervous system. Time to check in with our child. And when we take time to check in with our child, sometimes we find that they weren't nearly as bothered by the situation as we were. That information can guide how we choose to respond. That information tells us whether we need to take action or whether we can hold on for a little bit longer and see how it plays out. When we slow down and give ourselves this kind of time, it becomes clear that we don't have to do something immediately. We can give ourselves space to process our own emotions, to really listen to what our child absorbed and what they need from us in terms of advocacy, and to consider the framework and perspective of the other people involved. We give ourselves space to consider what they might need to hear in order to show up differently in their interactions with our children. And if you haven't guessed, it's probably not, you cannot talk to my child like that. This is one of the hardest and most important skills to build as a parent, this skill of day-to-day -day advocacy. It requires 
so much discernment. It requires self-awareness and self-regulation. There are no mass market paperbacks about how to form positive relationships with teachers or how to respond with compassion when you feel criticized and self-righteous. There are no guides telling you when to pull your child from an activity or when to urge them to keep going. These are decisions you have to make for yourself. And we make better decisions when we allow ourselves to release our mama bear ferocity and get curious about all sides. So go forth, reflect on those moments when you felt compelled to take a stand for your kids and get really curious about what was driving you and what was driving everybody else in that situation. Taking the time to build that awareness and to look for alternative frameworks that feel authentic to you is going to help you the next time you feel challenged. I hope you have a peaceful, grounded week and that you don't have to put this all into action just yet. And I will catch you in the next episode. Listen, if you are enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you'd take a few minutes to leave a review. It'll help other parents find the podcast. And more importantly, it'll help more grown-ups see their kids' sensitivity as the strength it truly is.